peace and blessings family i hope you're doing well today if you're here for the very first time i want to say thank you so much for joining i truly hope that you will enjoy this episode and your time here if you're here for a second time i appreciate you as well your support does not go unnoticed so I hope that we can continue to build conversations that are constructive and healing and important. So for today's episode, I wanted to give a little bit of an introduction into the seven comedic principles. Now, I will only be discussing one of the principles which is known as the law of correspondence and I have decided to look at it and speak of it in the context of life as a mirror but before I get into that I just want to give a little introduction into where these principles come from so the ancient Egyptian god known as Thoth uh, lived in ancient Egypt for over 2,000 years according to my research and he was known at the time of his civilization as the master of the masters now Thoth who can also be called Jehuti or pronounced Tehot was known as the master of the masters you guys he was a true alchemist he was a writer a musician um, and he had a very strong uh, relationship and knowledge of the moon which is why in many of the images that you see of him he will have the moon um, blue and bright uh, behind him so the Egyptians were very amazed by the profundity of this man and of his teachings and his way of alchemizing things um, and so they deified him under the name Thoth and he became one of their gods. Now of course in later times um, colonizers did what colonizers do and so the civilization of Greece made him one of their gods too. But they called him Hermes um, or the God of Wisdom. And so I just wanted to point that out so that you're aware that sometimes they're called the Hermetic Laws or the Hermetic Teachings. But I want you to make sure that you know and understand that it was the ancient Egyptians who inspired these teachings, who were the creators of these te- teachings. And obviously this is unsurprising. We see this all the time from mathematics to creativity to culture. So many structures that we see in our civilizations today come from ancient African civilizations from the kingdom of Mali all the way back to the ancient Egyptian civilization. So just make sure that you're aware of that family. And so... What are these seven comedic principles? Well, these seven comedic principles are universal laws that can be found in all lands and in all regions. And they're essentially a compilation of 
certain basic ideas and precepts which were usually passed from teachers to students um, in ancient Egypt's uh, civilization and they were known as the Kibalion. So some of these principles include the principle of mentalism, the principle of vibration, the principle of polarity, the principle of gender, the principle of rhythm, and the principle of cause and effect. Now, as I stated, I'll be focusing on the principle of correspondence. And for the context of this conversation, I have reworded it, reworded it, pardon me, as life as a mirror life as a mirror life as a mirror now this can be interpreted in many different ways of course because it is such a broad topic and it is something that really can be applied a concept that can be applied in so many different ways in our lives but um, I just wanted us to explore a little bit of that because that is a an ideal that I have come to realize um, throughout my journey um, in life, throughout my experiences, successes and failures. And I think that it's something that is very important to understand. Uh, I think it makes life very easy in certain aspects it simplifies a lot of these things that we find ourselves struggling with so the Akan tribe has a proverb and I am going to do my very best not to butcher the pronunciation I've had a little bit of help and assistance with that as well okay and what that means is God does not have to be pointed out to a child. God does not have to be pointed out to a child. Isn't that beautiful, you guys? Isn't that just absolutely beautiful? Now let's try to break this down. What does this really mean? And how can it relate? Or how does it relate to concept of life being a mirror because I didn't just pick that for fun right you see the way that I see it it is a reminder that this thing that we call God I like to call it source and creator is an omnipotent energy. The God that we talk of as being the most high God, the source of all things, has all the power and is never limited to one time, to one place, to one space. This God is culmination 
of all of those different physical laws existing together simultaneously God is nothing and God is everything and so when we consider the things and the operations of things around us when we observe how birds communicate with each other when we observe how the water moves from a place of elevation flowing downwards when we observe the way that clouds form what kinds of clouds form and what are the signs before that we are actually observing god If a child then can be outside and see this world through the eyes of a child with an innocence and they are able to see God then it would be foolish for us to think we are so big and grown to the extent where we blind ourselves from seeing God all around us This is one aspect to seeing life as a mirror Because when we see the power of the source all around us it becomes reflected in the way that we see ourselves and i really love this uh proverb because apart from reinstating and considering us to explore the the fact that this thing that we call god is in fact all around us and not just sitting in one place over us is that it points out to something very important which is the state of mind that you need to be in in order to see the source of creation in everything around you. And this is a childlike state of mind. Children never fail to amaze me. Um I started working with children while I was still living in Canada and I actually started with volunteering with children and then went on to work with children but 
I can honestly say that those were some of my best moments. <laughs> and some of my best moments, my most happiest moments are the times when I get to be around children. And why is that? Because children are pure. Children are innocent. They are not corrupted by the illusions of this life and of this society. They are next to godliness in terms of the love that they are capable of giving and receiving. They are next to godliness in terms of their creativity, their ability to see things in a way that is magical, in a way that is spiritual, in a way that is metaphysical. Children are incredibly powerful. And I think that is one of the many reasons why the matrix that we live in attacks children. It attacks us from a very young age. We are indoctrinated into beliefs from a very young age. Many of us are stripped of our creativity. We're stripped of our ability to love. We're stripped of our belief in ourselves. We're stripped of our trust in all things, in life, in other people. In African tradition and in African culture, it is said that To see where your society is going and to see what kind of a society you are creating, the only thing you need to do is look at the woman and the children. Because if a society cannot nurture, take care of its woman and its children, then it doesn't have any jurisdiction, any experience, any ability to take care of itself. Now, let's slowly return back to the idea of life as a mirror. It took me a long time to realize this, but when it comes to relationships and how you relate to other people, this concept becomes very important. But it does start with having a sense of trust in oneself. 
trust in source trust in others and trust in life which is why i think it was very important to discuss that in the first episode so that some of the ideas in here uh, will have had a platform upon which to build on because I had to realize that there were many times when I was simply taking on what other people in fact thought about themselves and were trying to make it seem as though that is what they thought about me and in the same breath there were many times when I would try to exert my own opinions about myself about life about a variety of things and try to exert that onto other people and make it seem as though that's what they thought when in fact it was just what I thought and I had to catch myself like oh no oh no beloved (laughs) because you see when you're not aware that life is a mirror and everything that you see is a reflection of some part of yourself then it becomes easy to play the blame game I think something that we forget is that or maybe we haven't even explored it yet haven't allowed ourselves to think in this way but the source the thing we call God nature needed every single one of us every single one of us every single tree every single bird every single river every single grain of sand in order to express their divinity and that includes the bad too that includes the bad too my idea of bad and good has immensely changed over the past couple of years because what the polarity actually taught me is that the polarity is only there so that there can be a spectrum And so when we begin to view life as a mirror, we start to realize the power that we have. Because one of the laws of nature is that as within, so without. 
as above, so below. So I'll give you an example. In my experience, it is only liars who are concerned about people lying to them. It is only cheaters who are concerned and worried and paranoid about people cheating on them. It has only been the fake friends that I've had who were concerned about people around them being fake. And why is that? Well, it is of my personal opinion that that speaks to the concept of life as a mirror. We are reflections of one another, beloveds. And so when you see somebody and you see something that you don't like, it is possible that if you took the same time to look within yourself, you would find something similar within yourself that you don't like about yourself. And what's more to that is that when you begin to work on that aspect of yourself, you begin to attract more of what you are. Over the past couple of months, actually I would say years, ever since The Secret came out, um, you know, there's been quite a, a frenzy over the, the law of attraction and, you know, all of these metaphysical ideas, which I think is, is, is fantastic. Um, I think that, you know, we are in a time where people are needing to tap into that which they cannot see because um, there's a lot that doesn't make sense anymore. There are a lot of structures and systems that are... Um, debilitating they're falling you know there are certain empires of the world that are falling and so you need to erect the empire within yourself decolonize the the land between your ears before any other land and i think that's where it starts and i also think that it is now a time to have a lot of discernment because there's going to be a lot of people claiming to no spirituality and claiming to be the guru of <laughs> of it all <laughs> and i think that we must never forget that following other people is what got us into a lot of the mess that we see ourselves in today sometimes you know, our ancestors were forced into things. But gradually over the years, we have become obedient followers of anything. And when you are a follower of anything, you don't stand for anything. You will fall for everything. So, so don't, don't fall with everything that's falling. Don't, 
you can leave the crazy ship like you don't have to follow the world into its insanity but what it needs is an erection of the empire within and then because it is true that life is a mirror and we are reflections of each other and that our physical is a reflection of what we are spiritually mentally emotionally then your physical reality will begin to align so as i was saying um there's been a lot on the law of attraction and all of these things and i think a lot of the times um the focus is you can get everything that you want right which is absolutely true but i think sometimes what is missed in the realm of this conversation of metaphysics is the fact that more important than the law of attraction is the law of correspondence which tells us that you in fact attract what you are you attract what you are and this is something that can even be see- seen in nature birds of a feather flock together right you find the same type of birds in the same place and it's for a reason it's in their nature it's best suited for them and so when it comes to seeing life as a mirror it then becomes a superpower because you then realize that whatever it is that you don't like in this world in another person most times can be rectified by working on a similar problem a similar concern that you have within yourself this doesn't mean that the people around you and the situations around you are going to change the way that you want them to we can't tell the universe that we want something and then also tell it how we want to have it i mean that's selfish <laughs> that's selfish but what it does mean is that whatever needs to fall off in your life in order for you to move in the direction that you want to will begin to happen it does mean that you will attract more of what you're looking for because you have become that thing when you think of money do not think of how you can attract money to you you should ask yourself how attractive are you to money and this is something i learned a long time ago you guys when i was in canada there was a time when i was i was broke <laughs> to be fair i was in high school but um 
there was a lot going on around me you know and I just didn't have it like that you know but I realized that as soon as I started to show that and and it, and it kind of present myself as that and I'm not talking about wearing expensive clothes no I'm talking about when you get out putting yourself together first mentally first then in your heart then spiritually so that when you walk out of the house you've at least combed your hair your head is not drooping down your head is held high you're you're alert you're awake you want to be alive you're happy and grateful that you are awake that is the attitude that is attractive to money and to all things all desires that you have for that matter life will not give you what you cannot give yourself it needs to know that you can handle it and another thing is that i don't want to make this seem so like it's simple like it's just woo and it's no it's it's not easy it's not easy because there's a lot of ignorance about the power of spirituality and there's a lot of ignorance about how things happen spiritually before they are manif- manifested physically I think to me when I think about colonization and slavery I think the most painful thing and the most powerful tool that was used to oppress carbonated beings was the spiritual beatdown of our people they beat the spirituality out of us they beat our own identity out of us to an extent where we don't even recognize ourselves to the extent where there are carbonated beings who who get a lot of money and a lot of fame and then when they see somebody who looks like them they literally physically look like them they do not see themselves reflected they don't understand that something 
had to happen there's a spiritual connection that you have to this person because it has manifested as you guys having the same colored skin or you guys having the same hair you guys having the same features but the money and the fame and the status and everything else of this world takes precedence over the only true connection that we have and if you look deeper and you look further you'll find that that person who is unable to recognize their brother or their sister oftentimes is not able to recognize themselves I started doing something and adding it to my spiritual practice which is whenever I'm praying or meditating or having my time to center I always say I am so grateful that I still have my soul. I'm so grateful that I recognize who I am when I look in the mirror because there are a lot of people who do not recognize themselves. They don't. Because their lives are lives life is a mirror. And their lives are inundated with ideals and concepts that are so foreign to their spirits, so foreign to their souls that that is who they become when they see themselves in the mirror. They see their possessions. They see their faults perhaps. They see their traumas perhaps. and blessings family I really hope you're enjoying the conversation so far we're gonna have a short interlude now which again gives you the opportunity to grab a snack roll a J do your thing whatever that looks like really and then I'll be discussing another a con proverb which I think ties in really nicely to the conversation And then we'll be concluding the concept of life as a mirror based on the principle of correspondence. I want us to go back to that proverb and it's a an, an a con proverb and for those of you who don't know the Akan people are a tribe of people found in parts of Ghana and Cote d'Ivoire Obi-Kwan Nsi Obi-Kwan Mu I think I absolutely butchered that pronunciation My apologies to any people who are actually adept 
my sincerest apologies. The meaning of that proverb is our paths cannot cross the others. And I love that. I think that's absolutely beautiful. We are connected to each other. So there is no person who can, in fact, be more successful than you. Their success opens up doors for your success in whatever is best suited to your nature. That's the important part that people forget. Your power is that you are you. My power is that I am me. And our power is that we are connected in all of this. The way that we speak to one another is very powerful. The way that we speak to ourselves is very powerful. The spoken word is very powerful, which is why in our traditions we chant, we sing, we dance. Our religion, quote-unquote, was never written in a book. It was spoken into life. In fact, when you really go deep into it, I think that words and spoken word is important here on this physical but the the most powerful form of communication and of manifesting happens telepathically it happens with our mind it happens with our spirits and our souls that is why you can go into nature and you can go hiking which if you haven't i really you should try it out it's awesome <laughs> but that is why you can go into nature and you can go on a hike just by yourself you don't listen to music you just walk and you just go into the mountains and into the trees into the forest wherever you are even going on a walk but that is why you can do these things without talking to anybody without even journaling or you don't have to do anything extra and then when you come back you have so many downloads it's like your mind just opened up because there was communication happening between you and nature you and yourself you and source you and your you and your spirits pardon me It's powerful. And it will be the clearest communication you have ever heard in your entire life. 
it will be the communication that you seek in your relationships where you're like can you just say it can you just say what you mean (laughs) that is the type of communication that you can get when you're open to receiving it and you're open to nature and you're open to going within life is a mirror beloveds life is a mirror mirror life is a mirror and it's one of the universal laws that we can always count on I think we we complicate life a lot of times for ourselves because all that is needed is for you to understand the universal laws of nature To be sure of who you are and what you want. And then to adapt yourself accordingly. Don't fight with nature. Don't fight with nature. She knows what she's doing. She's been doing this for a very long time. even when you're not here she will continue to do this in what in whatever way it may play out because of human intervention but nature always has a way and don't separate your nature it's actually very funny um i think if you search uh the definition of nature and this is just on google Um, the first information that pops up from that hold on because there's something I want to point out there that is very interesting to me that goes back to how we separate ourselves from nature Um, there we go so it says nature And this is Google Dictionary's uh, definitions from Oxford languages. Nature is the phenomena of the physical world collectively, including plants, animals, landscape, and other features and products of the earth. As opposed to humans or human creations. Which I think is very interesting because we have now separated ourselves from nature. Our creations, yes, I can agree to that perhaps not being nature. But the fact that we have placed ourselves in complete opposition to nature, I think is a part of the problem. And it's why we see that our world is... Pushing so hard to turn us into 
how can I say we're being designed to be workers and machinery and labor and profit and entertainment and 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 we are being merged with our creations because we no longer see ourselves as one with nature the most successful and civilized societies those such as the Mali kingdom and many more were only successful because they saw themselves as one with nature the inuit people of northern america which shouldn't even be called northern america but the inuit people had learned nature and had become so synchronized with it that they knew not to go out for example in the months of december because they would freeze to death they knew to prepare in time for that they knew what they had to do they had the answers because they didn't separate themselves from nature they didn't put themselves above or below it they operated with it they worked with it they listened to it those are some of the defining characters of the most successful civilizations and societies all over the world and here we are in 2021 <laughs> at the peak supposed peak of progression and we define ourselves as being in opposition to nature isn't that funny This is just something to think about buffet too. Um I just wanted to touch on life is a mirror. So don't forget that. Um greet people uh, the way you'd like to be greeted. Treat them the way that you'd like to be treated. Um And I would even go as far as to say treat yourself how you would like other people to treat you and everything will align um choose the path of least or non-resistance if you can um and really erect the empire within yourself because then everything you see will only be an a, a reflection of that life deserves to be fun life deserves to be fulfilling life deserves to be peaceful for every single one of us not just us with money or people who have privileges or people who had it better than other people no for every single one of us think about other people pray for other people people that you don't even know pray for nations pray for the world when you pray for yourself you know because we are all connected we need each other in these times and we need each other to work on ourselves we need each other to start doing that self work and it spreads it spreads it spreads it's contagious 
somebody who's elevated can cannot bring you up the only thing that the only way that you can meet them where they are is to go up you know because they're not gonna come down again like come on (laughs) so i hope that this was helpful in some way i hope that this gave you some food for thought and if in fact there's something that you would like to add to this conversation there's something that you would like to challenge or discuss further with me please do send me a message on my instagram account which is simply a word with guguletu no underscores no nothing no full stops just at a word with guguletu on instagram send me a message and because i really want this to be interactive um i don't just want to hear myself speak all the time um and i don't think anyone else wants to so if you have something to add please feel free to send me a message on there and as always i wish you a blessed day a peaceful day night wherever you are and i hope to see you soon on the next episode at a word with kukuletu